put me together. A team. First, you're going to get to choose a superstar that you want to build a team around. You get to choose one more all-star caliber player. You can't put together a super team. And three role players. Go. (laughs) (laughs) So you get to choose like one superstar player. Two stars. One all-star. Or, yeah, you could do two super, two all-stars and, and three role players. However you want to mix it up. Shit, just look at the Mavs. I mean, <laughs> that's what their team is. They're starting five. Luka, yeah. Kyrie. But you're telling me if you put that team together. No, I'm not putting it. I'm oh, not okay, putting okay, it. Okay, but, okay, okay. That's, that's the but first give me thing. a team that you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're going to win a championship. Give me Bron. That's a superstar right there. 38-year-old LeBron? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, what's the problem? What's the what's the problem? What's the problem with that? Give me Bron. Wait, only super, one superstar. One superstar. And then all star. Then an all star player. Uh, give me Bron. Mhm. Give me Ja. Mm. And then I need three players that can shoot. So, first role player. I don't know. I kind of like. You need shooting around that team because you got Braun and you got Jaw. Yeah, I need three shooters. Um, one role player. Let me see. There's three indeed players. Give me. Give me. He's a member of the Lakers. Give me Malik Beasley. Okay. He's already okay. on Lakers anyway. Mm-hmm. So I need two more players that can shoot and also the van. I don't know. Pat Bev? Nah, nah. <laughs> Pat Bev. <sighs> I don't even know if he could do either. <laughs> Pat Bev's with the Bulls now too, I think. Yeah. But I don't know, bro. I don't know who the other two players would be. I just know they need to shoot and play defense. It's got to be one at least. At least one has to be a big too, so I'm trying to think of a big that can shoot. Play defense, but it's also a role player, not like an all star. <laughs> kind of off topic, bro. Why you think? Why you think about that? Why let you let you sit on that? Uh, Pat Bev, I was watching his podcast, and they asked him. They were like, "If you could assemble an all all time uh, team, like a five man team of sh- straight shooters, who do you put together?" <laughs> they said, "I'm gonna put myself in there, bro, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna put Steph." <laughs> <laughs> I like the confidence. That was so funny, bro. They put a, a picture of him taking a jump shot. He was like, "It's <laughs> <laughs> like, in the Lakers jersey." <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> All right, so I got I got Bron, Ja, mm-hmm. Malik Beasley. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Jaron Jackson in there as well. Mm. Need mm. a big. That's an All Star caliber player, though. Yeah, you said. An all-star, I said right? one more. I said a superstar, an all-star, oh, and then three yeah, role players. Yeah, 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 he is an all-star. Oh, dang, well. I'll, I'll pick Miles Turner then. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Defended three, so one more. Because you got a man. You got a jaw. You got Malik Beasley. You got Braun. <clears throat> you got Braun, and you got Miles Turner. Yeah, I need, like, another big, like, a path forward or something. Or you can go with a wing and run Braun at the four. Yeah, I could. Get creative. Don't limit yourself, man. The sky's the limit. I'm trying to see who would fit, though. Like, 
who who would feel with this group as well? I don't know who the fourth would be. Give me Grant Williams. Okay. Give me Grant Williams okay. just because. Okay. Now will that team win the championship? Nah, that team not win the championship. Mm. Okay. Not, that, it's a, it's just like a a good team though in general. That's who I got. Give All me, right, bro. Give me one ish. They think I won the championship. What about Luca? Uh huh. What about AD? He ain't no superstar this this year. Uh, he ain't no superstar this year. Yeah, he ain't right, even right, an all star. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But, but he got. I put, put him as an all star. Kind of as an all star. Got yeah, you. Got Luca. You got AD. Give me Desmond Bain. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me Walker Kessler for him, that defense let, and the paint. Oh, okay. Let Ish cook. <laughs> and all I need really is just a knockdown shooter. He cooking right now. Cook. Give me somebody. Hmm. A knockdown shooter. Give me Buddy Hield. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good yeah, lineup. Luca. Buddy Hield. No, Luca. Dang, but hold on. Buddy Hield, Desmond Bain. So you're gonna have a backcourt, a front, uh, uh, yeah, backcourt of Desmond Bain and Buddy Hield. Yeah, it's gonna be a little small on the backcourt, but. No, it ain't really small. It's just. It's kind of small. You're gonna have Luka, Buddy Hield at. Power forward. That's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. And from what the skills challenge showed, Walker Kessler could hit a three. That's what I'm saying. He got. I really just need him for that defense in the paint. That's decent. That's and the, good. the fact that he can score and have offensive game, it just makes it better. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. I don't know about a championship, though. That's that's a nice team, but championship day isn't easy. Put up a championship. <laughs> I thought of this question, but I didn't even make one myself. I ain't gonna lie. I'm just about to make one off the top of my head. <laughs> give me, give me Joel Embiid. Throw me Joel Embiid. I need a big man. I want to build around a big man. Can I build around a big big man? And then for my All Star, <laughs> my All Star man, give me Pascal Siakam. I got my peak. I got my power forward. I got my center locked in. Oh yeah, you need some guards now. And then, give me Mikael Bridges. Running the three. Oh, that's nice. Give me Jalen Brunson running the one. Give me Jamal Murray. He ain't no all-star. Jamal Murray? Yeah, he ain't no all-star. That's straight. He ain't no all-star. Decent. Well, they're a little small on the on the front. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a... I feel like they don't... You need more shooting, too. I feel like... JB? Wait, is he really a shooter? Jalen Brunson? I feel like... Yeah, he is. I feel Not like he really. can shoot, but I don't feel like he's a shooter. He's more... Same Come. with Jamal Murray, too. Then Mikael. Nah, he's a shooter. That's Pascal. I mean, Pascal isn't really a shooter either. He, he can shoot. It's the same thing. The whole team can shoot, but they're not known to be shooters like Mikael Bridges is. Let's put all these teams on 2K and see who, <laughs> and see who, who we y'all got. <laughs> put who all these, got. Yeah, who do y'all got? Put all these five teams. Your team 2K coming in last, not going to lie. <laughs> Your team coming in last. They're going first. I think it should go the first. Make sure it's saying. I think my team up. My team got yeah, you beat. I messed up my backcourt. I ain't gonna lie. I should have thought about it. Yeah, I didn't even think about this. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going like, to like, ask a question <laughs> and I didn't even think about who I was going to answer. Who was going to be my answer, bro? Dang. Nah, it's decent, though. I eat all of our teams. It's just too small. Man. I shouldn't have made so small. Dang. What did y'all think about this All Star weekend in general? All together. Right? How, how, does, it, how does it stack up against like last year's? In the past years, well, one first and foremost, the dunk contest was way better than last year. But it there was like no other way. Like this dunk contest 
<laughs> was gonna be better than last year's regardless. So shout out to Matt McClellan. It was all right. I feel like I don't know the dunk contest. There's only an amount of dunks that you can do and wow the crowd and like get scores off fifties. So it's gonna be a point, and I think we're at the point now where there's only so many dunks that you can pull. Are you sure about that? Yeah. yeah are, are the players just so. getting well, less? Are the players just getting less creative? With no, their well, dunks? I agree. There's we've seen most of the dunks. You know, three sixty hammer. You know, with no windmills. Honeycomb. That's what Sims did. Yeah. We've seen basically all the top of dunks there are, but you can still be creative and try to put on your own style or implement something new. New like. What Blake Griffin did when you jumped over a car, you know, do something like that. <clears throat> you can do all kinds of like amazing stuff. If you have creativity and you have the athleticism, like some of these players do. Some of them just aren't really creative. No, yeah, I, I agree. With you, but <clears throat> are we judging the creativity or are we judging the actual dunk? Because I mean, the the whole, creativity. Yeah, uh, you got, I, I like the creativity of this dunk. You got to execute them too. Yeah, because like Trey Murphy, uh, I remember like I think his first dunk. Jose Alvarado came in and like stole the ball mm. and he dunked it. I mean, I like the dunk too, but like it wasn't well, for me. I mean, the creativity was there 100%. But I'm like, the dunk wasn't uh, like all 50s to me. Yeah, by creativity, I don't really mean like, oh, he just comes in. That That's not really creative. That's kind of like, oh, it's neat. It would be more creative if, say, he did some unique pass that went under his leg, behind the back. Oh, with the actual dunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you can you can do all kinds of stuff to make it more like, wait, we haven't seen it like that. Instead of, you know, doing really nothing new. He, that wasn't nothing new what he did. Yeah. Kenyon Martin's dunk, his first dunk, if he would have hit that the first time, to me that was a 50. Like when he glided under the kind of under the baseline and his head was literally like touching the bottom mm-hmm. of the rim. It took him three tries, but... Oh, that was that was a fifty, and I think Jerry, I think Jericho Sims' first dunk is kind of underrated. I don't know why. I liked it. Like when I first saw, it, I was like, okay, like that. That's a good start. Start to the dunk contest, because who else can really just look over the rim like that, bro? There's like, very few. Yeah, and some dunks are even better when they put them in slow motion. You know what I'm talking about? Like when, <laughs> like when you see it in person, it's like, ooh, okay, and then you see it in slow motion, you're like, ooh. Yeah, Dang, he got, he got, he like got. that Matt McClung dunk. I didn't see him like tap the backboard. Me neither. And until they started replaying, like, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" You have to see it at a different angle too to really see how how it went down. Mm-hmm. Because every yeah, every point of view matters too. Like if you're behind the backboard from the side, from half court, it all makes a difference. But yeah, shout out to Matt McClung because mm-hmm. every dunk it was like first try every time too. See the thing about the dunk contest, like. Like you mentioned with uh, Kenyon Martin Jr., like once you get like you miss your first or second one, it's like the energy is kind of going away. Everyone's yeah. like, I really, really know what you're going to do. It doesn't matter if you got to do it. But for you to make it on the first try, that's like what's really exciting and surprises people. McClung didn't miss. He hit all of them. The yeah, first try. he missed. He didn't, he I mean, yeah, he made all of them. Yeah. Do you think the NBA, you think the dunk contest would be better with – we're always talking about the big names to put the big names in in the dunk contest, but then you see, like Mac McClung, who really hasn't played in the regular season, who has, who's really not a household name. I feel like he probably took this dunk contest more seriously than Jericho Sims, Trey Murphy, 
and Kenyon Martin because they're already locked in. They're getting PT on the team. But for him, it just meant a little bit something extra. So, I don't know. Do you think the NBA would benefit from starting to go to, like, the G League and looking for, like, the the dunkers in the G League and getting more of those type of players incorporated? Well, I think it was a good idea for sure. But yeah, to your point, I, I feel like Matt McClellan definitely had, like, a chip on his shoulder. Because, like you said, um, all those other players are in the NBA already. But as far as, like, taking it serious, I think they all – like, took it serious as well, because I wouldn't be participating in the NBA contest, in the dunk contest, in All-Star Weekend if I, you know, felt like I wouldn't be able to do it. And Kenyon Martin, I mean, his dad is known for dunking the ball, so he had, like, um, some sort of pride or legacy to live up to as well. Jericho Sims, you know, a rookie who was, has the highest vertical in the NBA, so pretty sure he was pretty confident with it as well. And Trey Murphy. I, I, he was kind of unexpected for me though. I didn't think that he would be in the dunk contest. Yeah. I didn't know he had bounced like that either. But yeah, the NBA would definitely benefit from bringing in people from the G League. I mean, somebody has to participate in the dunk contest because the NBA stars aren't, you know, they're not doing anything about it. So they should, they're definitely going to benefit from them inviting G League players and whatnot. Yeah, I think it is about time. The NBA goes to the G League and tries to get not just for the dunk contest, but for the three-point contest, probably for the skills challenge, and also for the rising stars. Because there's some up-and-coming <laughs> players in G League that might surprise you in like two years. And just for it to say, hey, let's give it to this first-round pick, and then come five years later, that first-round pick's out the league. This G League player that busted his ass for five years is now a starter. So I'm just saying, like, just because they're in the G League doesn't mean – they can't ever become a superstar. Uh-huh, like we, yeah. We've seen players come from the G League, prove themselves. So for them to pretty much disregard them for the all-star events, it's kind of overdue. It's nice that they're getting more recognition. But I was really disappointed with Jericho Sims. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had high expectations. I really thought... It was going to be a nice dunk when I saw the preparations for the second one. But he just he, – it just didn't execute right. <laughs> he pulled himself up by the net. <laughs> then he, he should have stayed up there holding on to the rim, get the letter, open it, not with a sticker so it doesn't rip, <laughs> open it up and show the 50. And I bet that would have got a 50 score. But it's it's simple stuff like that, like – I don't also understand he's just his first dunk. He had both arms, so he's probably you know that sh- that shit hurts. Yeah. Having your whole arm in rim, it's gonna hurt. So I could kind of understand he probably didn't want to do anything more to his body. But I was kind of disappointed. Nothing personal against him. I wouldn't hold anything against him. It was just kind of disappointing. All that vertical and not that creative. Yeah, I agree. I was disappointed too. I thought he'd be the one that pulled off something. Just like crazy, like Aaron Gordon level. But I think as far as the dunk contest as a whole, I said this was the best dunk contest we've had since like 2016, since Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Because the rest of them have just been like forgettable, completely forgettable. I can't name you a dunk contest between what yesterday's and 2016. I don't know how y'all feel. It's all right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the dunk contest, like, 
So Matt McClellan really came through with the dunk contest. But again, like last year, I mean, any dunk contest would have topped last year's, but I like I liked it for the most part. It was different. I feel like um, a lot of superstars were out. You know, the crowd was into it. So definitely liked it regarding the dunk contest. But one thing I would say about All-Star Weekend is they need to get rid of the skills challenge. Mm. They they need to get rid of that. Cause Why? Why? It just wasn't entertaining, bro, mm. to me. I mean, it's like the same routine. You go through these drills, you know, shoot the ball or pass the ball, whatever. It's not yeah. unique anymore. No, nah, it's not. They need to add something to it. I mean, I kind of like the format, though. They had the Giannis brothers and who had the Utah Jazz and everything. But Yeah. So you like the format of the players, but you don't like the actual demonstration of their skills. It's kind of too mundane. Like, oh, all you're doing is just passing, shooting. Yeah, I really dribbling. like the, the activities that they have. And then, like, as far as, like, um, I think, like, after you pass the ball and go through the cones or whatever, you get three threes. Three, three, yeah, you shoot the ball three threes, and if you miss all three, then you go to the next. Thing. I'm like, what was the point of like, you know, missing threes and you can go to the next one? If that's the case, it should have just been one and done. No, nah, I see. Like, if you got to hit three, or you got to hit, um, you got to hit a three in order for you to advance to the next step. It was for them. It was like, oh well, if you miss to the miss three threes in a row, yeah, you advance. Just go to yeah. the next one. I'm like, why would you advance? You know, if you're missing all your threes, just keep on shooting until you hit it. So it's just little things like that, and I don't know. It's just like not entertaining right it's like half the players are just going through the most i think jordan clarkson when i saw him i was like well he's just too cool <laughs> no he really <laughs> doesn't change on he ain't yeah, care. yeah. So he he's just like dribbling through here you know yeah. oh, don't care and just man home team i guess he you know he want to be out there in fashion yeah so. which i don't blame him but at the same time i don't know he's just, he's just not as entertaining to me anymore i don't know he, he might have like messed up i don't i don't know it's we probably just rushing to just blame him, like, oh, he don't, doesn't give a fuck. But then again, I don't know. He <laughs> might be having that little ego. I don't know why a game of horse or king of the hill isn't or knockout is incorporated in the. And, I mean, we all grew up playing it. Imagine like playing, like seeing players play a horse. That'd be kind of cool. Like, how creative mm-hmm. can you get with your shots? Like, what can you do? I don't know why they don't incorporate something like that. See, I mean, it don't easy. have to be. It don't have to be in the skills challenge, but. It can be a new, a new, I guess. I mean, you can re- you can replace the skills challenge with that, the horse event. Man, a horse. Imagine seeing the best players going. Like well, ten, not even the best. Imagine having ten players, ten yeah, ten of the best horse players in the NBA just going at it. That'd be cool to watch. People are going to tune in for that. Over what we saw, it, like you said, it is kind of. I, I didn't like that. Like, oh, you can miss three, and that's it. It should be one and done. <clears throat> if you miss, you get points deducted. If you hit everything, you do it perfectly, you get the perfect score. And based on how you do, it's your, it's how your score would turn out at the end. But, yeah, like you said, I, I don't really like this. You, you said it, too, before we started this. It, they, they're kind of doing too much. It used to just be one, like, course, and that's it. Yeah, like two minutes to do everything in there. Now they have like what four different segments. Oh, you're talking about the rising. You're talking about the rising stars, ain't you? No. Oh, you're talking about the skills, skills challenge. Oh, yeah. I think they went through three: shooting, like three, shooting, four. passing, and then just everything. But well, you didn't like the skills challenge. I didn't like the rising stars challenge. The rising stars game. I don't like whatever formatting they just did, where they picked different players, different teams. I feel like the traditional. First year versus second year 
is just better than what they did this year. It was confusing to me. And they went to 40, <clears throat> 40, first to 40, and they had like a mini tournament. I see what they're trying to do, like trying to mix it up, mix in first-year players, second-year players. But they kind of always just traditionally been like first year versus second year. And then if you want to add a G League team, like go ahead. I don't I mean, why not? Yeah, they added it. They had the G League in there. But but they sprinkled them in with like the first year player and second year like they mixed them in, didn't they? No, yeah. it was a full it was a team full of G League players. Wow. Yeah. But I mean you obviously could tell like who is a G League cuz they lost they they lost uh I mean they had Scoot Henderson in there. Um that Honestly, Scoot Henderson <laughs> was the main guy on that team. But, yeah, you could definitely tell it was like um, the G League team. Mike McClung team was in there, too. He played in the, in the, in the right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in there, too. Uh, I just didn't like that format, bro. Yeah, it was, it was ugly. I, th- I see what they're trying to do, though. You know, include G League players. But I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like Team Paul was going to win from the beginning, though. So, that, that format was ugly, but at least they tried. You know, they're trying to switch some things up. Still getting used to it. Mm-hmm. I like the G League edition, though, in my opinion. Yeah, they probably should stick to rookies and sophomores and just sprinkle in the G League players equally between the two. Oh, yeah, they would have Victor and Wimbledon in there. Uh, yeah, that would have been a different story. <laughs> that would have been different for real. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think about the, the All-Star game itself? Fast paced, they don't care, bro. They, they just don't don't yeah. care. I remember watching like Luca was like mic'd up for a good few bit of possessions, and he was in there just talking, talking, putting the ball up, just passing. He was like, "No, nah, man, I'm just passing the ball, passing the ball to my teammates." I wish it was more competitive. I ain't gonna lie. I wish there was there was more incentive to for them to go harder at the at the game. Because even with the format that they changed it, where they just add 24 to the end and First team to it um, wins. They still don't care. They still they're still not playing defense. So you agree with Mike Malone? You gotta fix this, <laughs> quote unquote. That's the worst basketball game ever played. I don't know if you can fix it. You agree with that statement? I mean, I don't know if you can fix it. Like, what can you do? I mean, donating charity charity is not enough. Adding the points at the end ain't enough. I guess players just want to be incentivized. Same thing with the dunk contest. Like, you have to start incentivizing them with money, I guess. I don't know if it's money or whatever you have to do. Or you just, or players just might not care because, like, historically, just the All Star game has been just like chill, laid back type. But then you had players like Kobe who took it seriously. And remember that time when he guarded LeBron? He guarded, guarded LeBron, and they went at each other. Like, that's fun, bro. Even watching Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum go at it, that was fun. Like, that was fun to watch. Yeah, that was neat. I I don't know how. And how, he had the mask. Yeah. Hey, they were dropping buckets on each other. Jason Tatum did clamp him up on one position. He, he forced a shot clock violation. I was like, dang. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked it because, I mean, there's only so much you can ask for these all-stars because, you know, to make it too competitive, you got to think about it. How these players are. Still, like, on the verge of um, injuries or they just don't want to get injured. So, like, and then another thing, they're all buddy-buddies with each other as well, like, on the court. So, yeah, you can make it more competitive. But at the same time, I feel like the All-Star game is for entertainment. You want to see your best players 
you know entertain you saying I, I feel entertained from start to finish it, it was entertaining I don't, i'm not gonna take that away from it I, it, it was it was it was entertaining yeah. it just depends what what do you want like personally if you want more competitive i mean you're not gonna find it at the all-star game you're gonna find that in the playoffs that's what mm-hmm. some fans need to understand that's what i need to understand <laughs> you need to understand that quick boy but yeah um, for the charity i feel like i honestly feel like it was like some solid defense being paid though or even though like it was high scoring players just going off like jason tatum was going off mm-hmm. damian lillard who else that was on um team Giannis there? He was another Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, like Don they're Mitchell all going, going in. crazy. Jalen Brown went in, and that was his first game back from injury. From that was his first basketball game since he got injured. Yeah, uh, Giannis checked in. Got one yeah. bucket. Left. Got out. <laughs> Brown hurt his hand. He left. So I mean, and yeah. then, t- huh? You don't. Yeah. Uh, you saw when he got posterized. Who? LeBron. Posterized? Posterized by who? I mean by Jason Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he ain't no real posterizing. No, he, he got the way. Yeah, he, he said, "Nah, I ain't gonna contest this for." Right, he made a business decision, and yeah. then like we didn't have like the, I don't know. I feel like it just felt so different without KD and Curry, bro. We were missing something. Huh? Yeah, we were missing something Zion, for sure. KD, Steph yeah. gone, AD. There's something missing. Like you know, there's Kawhi. Mm-hmm. But you know that there's all stars out there that didn't get selected, bro. But you know. Yeah. That it wouldn't really change what would happen. It would still been the same thing, you know. Not yeah. much defense, just mm. pulling up. I mean, it would still be nice to see him. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it would still be kind of the same thing. Did y'all see what Kyrie did did to his shoes during the All Star game? No, you covered it up. What do you think about that fashion design? That choice right there, I going like more it. like Native American. I don't think he did it. For, well, I mean, I think he did do it for Native American, but also to cover up the Nike sign. No, I ain't, I ain't saying. I'm just saying, like, what do you think about that design? He went more like Native American it's type fresh. of design. I like it. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it, but I mean, he did it for a reason though, because he because Nike don't don't fuck with yeah, him no more. Yeah, he, he ain't with Nike no more. But yeah, but he still want to wear his shoes. No, no, that that just caught my eye, like. Yo, he's really out here trying to look like a Native American dancer, bro. Yeah. I'd put him on. <laughs> no, <bro. laughs> I'd put him on during the podcast. Yeah, hey, you're not going to lie, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it looks Native American, but just not my top type. type. Right. Not my style. I wouldn't be buying that shit. Yeah. I would just put on some like, different shoes or something like a different I wonder what made him, made him decide to do this. Kyrie's going to Kyrie. Well, he's always been about like spiritual, spiritual, and all stuff like I that. I don't know. He's always been there. deep into, and that's like Man, easy though. And that's into Native American culture, like spiritual. So I guess that's where he got no, it from. No, oh yeah, nothing against Native Americans, but I'm just saying the actual shoes are ugly. You know, I'm not saying yeah. the idea is ugly. By the way, just I mean this case. ain't even really Native <laughs> American <laughs> shoes. Right, it's just <laughs> like only characteristics are like the stripes, and that's it. The little strips, and that's it. This ain't. I don't know what the fuck this is. I'd wear them. I don't care. <laughs> Where are you going to wear them to? Huh? Where are you going to wear them to? The who? Tillman. <laughs> who? Tillman. <laughs> the precinct. I'm going to get flamed playing basketball with them. Uh, you know, you, know, you want to bring up ugly shoes. Y'all seen Jason Tatum's new shoes with Jordan? Uh, he debuted them. They're an all-star game, I believe. Them motherfuckers ugly as <laughs> Ugh, dude. Yeah, put them. I really didn't look at them bro, like look that. Look at them. They're no, they're ugly, bro. For real. 
because it, it said JT, and I was like, dang, he got some shoes, and I was, I was like, he was Nike, Adidas, or something. Uh, 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 which one's what did he have at the game? Uh, yeah, they're pink. Uh, put debut shoes. Oh, no, they're one. They're one of those. Which ones did he have? You sure? Did? Yeah. These those are, are right. Those red and black. The black and red ones. Those are yes. it. But that's not the colorway he had on. But yeah. those are those are his shoes right there. Yeah, it's a pink one. Yeah, there they go. The pink ones right there. I ain't like them, bro. I guess just the Jordan brand. I don't like seeing the Jordan brand on on, on the basketball. Hold on, bro. Pink I, I ain't shoes. see these shoes. I don't know. I feel like you might be just hating. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, getting, I'm getting Westbrook vibes off this shit. Okay, so that colorway is cool, but look yeah, at the black yeah. and red ones. Yeah, the black and red ones. Black and red ones are ugly, bro. Yeah, they not it. This those one? Are, those, are, those are ugly. They not it. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the colorway, but... They look like Giannis shoes or something. Like, if Giannis had... Yeah, I ain't well, he seen does Giannis shoes either as fuck. Giannis shoes are nice. They're not bad. I ain't seen it. You would think they'd be ugly, but they're not ugly. I hate on my boy Giannis. But I do think that his first design was... Was uglier than how they are right now. They've evolved and they're they're better now. What this? Are those good? Which one's the Giannis? Oh, oh. <laughs> it ain't them squiggly ones. It just has a big swoosh. Giannis freak too. Yeah. Those aren't the most recent ones, bro. It can't be those. His is backwards. Doesn't he have a backward Man. a backward Nike? I'm not sure. Oh, I, don't know. I might I don't be tripping. Know <laughs> hey, man, I, need I know help. who does have some nice shoes though. Ja Morant, bro. All right, them shoes nice. You seen them? You saw the black, the midnight ones? Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm talking about. Bro, yeah, they were nice. nice. They did like a whole collab with everything, like this whole section, like with the ice. Which one? Ice uh-huh. section, like get the jaw. Those are right, right there. All to the right, the black ones or the midnights. All the way. To all the, the right. way to the right. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Those are the midnights. Yeah, those look nice. Mm-hmm. The scratch ones are nice too. The scratch ones are all right. The, the Vancouver. And what, what is that at the bottom? Is that for a glow in the dark? No, I don't think so. I think they're just there. I like the bling bling on there. Yeah. You're getting better though. I remember like right. his first, when his shoe first debuted. I was like, nah, I thought I'd expect the better from job, but the colorways do make the shoe as well. Yeah. It just depends. Like, I mean, this is his first shoe, so he can go like multiple ways with the colorways. That's really what it's meant to be. But how many styles does he have out? Is this the only one? No, Day he, got, one? he got a scratch one too. It's like Vancouver Grizzlies color. So he only has like what three colorways released or announced? No, got, I don't think he has any release though. Like, well, not released, but um, confirmed. Oh yeah, like no. this. Um, he probably got like five or six of them. But I, I haven't seen them all. I know he got the midnight ones. He got those purple ones he wore. Um, then he's got those blue ones up there. He's got Three. the scratch ones, and then he's got oh, he's got more, Three. bro. Are these it? No, that's Kobe Bryant shoes no. right there. I don't know, bro. The purple ones look nice. I like the purple ones. <clears throat> I mean, it's his first um, first version and shit. Yeah, just like Jason Tatum, like. I mean, the Jason Tatum was on look bad. I like the colorway. It kind of gives... I don't know about the actual design. You know, a little squeaky line. It gives me, like, Westbrook on shoes vibes. Because that's kind of how it is. The whatnots. We need some more shoes in the game. We need yeah. some more shoes. Yeah, we lost Kyrie. 
Yeah, Kyrie was one of the best too. He'll be back. They be the, they were the best, bro. He'll be back, bro. Nike gonna call him back up because Adidas already finna call Kanye back up to him come back, bro. Y'all wanna know why, bro? Because no one get, no one no one's gonna remember. Now no one's gonna talk about Kyrie anymore like that. People ain't talking about Balenciaga no more. So Kyrie gonna probably come back, bro. He's going to make a big return. announcement. What shoes is he on now? Kyrie Sevens? I don't know. He's deep into it. He's going to come in with Kyrie Nines. Nike <laughs> going to announce that shit. And they're going to sell out day one. <laughs> business. Lovely. Business. Welcome back, Kyrie. See, that'll be. I need to be a Nike executive. Will Kyrie run to come back, though? <laughs> I feel like he's not going to. If that money is right. He's going to do it. Kyrie ain't worried about no money. Yeah, he's such a bad look if he goes back, man. Don't go back to them. Ugly. It's like Kyrie going back to the Nets. It ain't happening. <laughs> no, I don't know about that, bro. <laughs> it, ain't it, it ain't that level. Like, I think the Nike relationship is more south, uh, salvageable <clears throat> than a Brooklyn relationship. Like, Brooklyn, is that's done. But with Nike, I feel like with a certain price, certain luxury, like more like, hey, you can do whatever. We'll give you a donation to your favorite charities, like whatever. You know, do some small stuff to make him happy. Kyrie might come back. He might not, though. But I could I could totally see Nike in a month or two when no one's really talking about him anymore. Hey, come back to Nike. Let's, let's get this shoes game going on again. But then again, who knows? He might just go to Adidas or... Converse or Reebok or wherever. So now the All Star breaks over. Do y'all see any teams about to press the turbo button and take off? There's and one hit the switch. There's Flip one the team switch. that needs to needs to press that button. But which one do you think is gonna do it? You look at this team and you're like, they're about to flip the switch, and they're about to perform extremely well post All Stars All Star weekend. Yeah, there you go. Because there's always that one team that just takes off after the All-Star weekend. And there's one team, and they need to. And they're in the best situation to take off, and that will be the Lakers. They need to take off, like, right now. They can't really lose any more games if they want to be in the playing contention. And they're in the perfect situation. The Lakers, I, his first game, Millie Beasley, he didn't really impress me. But, of course, I didn't really hold it to him. Like, that's probably just his first game in that system. But when he played with LeBron James against New Orleans, him and D'Lo really showed good chemistry, like, with the team once LeBron was back on the floor. Yeah, I think, yeah, D'Lo, D'Lo looked nice on, with, on And Malik Beasley, he was doing what people wanted him to do, shoot that three. And if you can do that night in, night out, with D'Lo playing – off and on with LeBron James, like how they did. And Anthony Davis continues playing how he does whenever he's on the floor. This team can actually be a threat to a lot of teams on this in this league <clears throat> if they stay healthy and be consistent throughout the whole game. Yeah, I also had the same team. Um, I had the Lakers as well just because they got a completely new, t- new team. And... Yeah, they went into the All-Star break with a good win over the Pelicans. And the players that they got was pretty much a, a major improvement of what they had before. So, 
there's one team that needs to improve. It's definitely the Lakers. I feel like um they're all pretty much clicking now or will click, and they're all getting back from injuries and has their full team. So yeah, and they're the team that I think that made the biggest change as well, like in their entire lineup. Like I said, just a complete revamp. They just rebuilt and reconstructed the team. So if I had to pick a team, it's the Lakers. And if it's not the Lakers, then it's going to be unfortunate. <laughs> but they need to make a big push, and I think it will be them, though. Yeah, that team is looking nine day different, They're like a completely different team now with D'Lo. Even Mo Bamba, he missed some shots. I don't know, he, he's, he's rusty, but when he starts hitting them shots, too, they, they, they look deep. You have the Lakers? Nah, I got the Bucks. They're going to continue dominating, and I think I feel like they're going to take the – Number one seed in the in the East from the Celtics, they're gonna continue rolling. They just added somebody too. Jay Crowder and Myers Leonard. Oh yeah. On a ten day contract, they got Myers Leonard on a ten day contract. Yeah. Then you add Jay Crowder to what you already got, and it's kind of like, I mean, they have them and the Celtics really have. I feel like the most proven, solid team that has like stood the test of time. I would say the same about the Warriors, but they're they're in a bad position. Yeah, they are. They're just kind of falling into, like, irrelevancy. I'm not going to lie. But I think those three teams, confidently saying, would be, like, the strongest, like, continuity-wise. I think the Celtics and Bucks, but I'll take the Bucks to to take off. Okay. They're on an 11-game win streak. I feel like they're just going to extend it. I think they're going to extend it to, I'd say, 15 or 16. And then somebody's going to come in and snap it. I got the Bucks. They definitely look, doable. And they looking like the they looking like the favorites. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Yeah, they're looking nice. Ever since Giannis came back, showing that he can probably, you know, be the MVP for the season. Looks nice. Mm-hmm. That Jokic just start right now. It's Giannis. Man, I feel bad for Luka, man. Why? Oh, damn, we didn't talk about the Mavs, huh? Aren't they? They're they're they haven't won a game yet, have they? Since Kyrie. They won. Yeah, they, they won their first game, I think. No. Oh, they, wait, you mean with Luka and Kyrie? With Luka and, no, 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 no. Ever since Kyrie. Ever since Kyrie came. Oh, uh, they lost the against, I know for sure, Sacramento with Luka. Did they win against the Clippers or something? <clears throat> or am I tripping? I think I don't think they won a game, bro. I don't think no, I think that was his first game with Dallas, and I think they lost that. I think no. They've only played together with each other like two games. I don't know. I think uh-huh. – let me – Check this shit out, bro. Hey, look it up, bro. What fuck my phone? Is? I just know they've been going in though. <laughs> That's it. Who win or lose? Kyrie. Oh, they've been. Nah, yeah, they lost. They lost to somebody, and Kyrie and Luca had thirty each. I think Christian Wood had twenty some too, and they still lost. I was like, ah, that don't look. That don't look good, man. That don't yeah, look they lost good. to the Kings. I know that. Oh, they lost to Minnesota. Oh yeah, Minnesota in. Let's see. They get cold like Minnesota. Where you at, Dallas? The Nuggets. Click on the team. Click on them. Chicken check Nuggets. Their, check their <laughs> schedule. <laughs> I'll give them a nice nine piece. I'm ready for some playoff basketball. I'm not going to lie. It's almost time, fellas. It's almost time. Almost. This shit's going to hit hyperdrive. What the when fuck? the playoffs come. What? I will go to this. Where do I go? How do I go? Oh, you can hey, I go to team. It's my fault. True. 
times, man. Bam, give me that schedule. Alright, here we go, here we go. So the first game with Kyrie. The fuck you out of here. Okay, first game with Kyrie. I believe it was was it? The Clippers first game? Oh yeah, it was the Clippers. Yeah. Clippers. It was a W. So they won. Mm-hmm. So they beat the Clippers. And then the Kings. They beat the Kings. Uh, evidently. Mm-hmm. And then they lost to the Kings, I remember that. With Luca. And then they lost against Minnesota with Luca and Kyrie. And then they lost against the Nuggets with Luca and Kyrie. So ever since they those three got together, those two I should say, they lost those three games in a row. But for the Nuggets, you can't really I mean it's the Nuggets. They came in hot. Minnesota, you should I don't know about that. That's kinda iffy. And the Kings, I think they're number three in the West right now. Oh. So, Mavs need no. defense. They don't have any defense. <laughs> they need it bad. They need that shit bad. They're playing against San Antonio Thursday. <clears throat> so, we'll see what they can do. They better win. I mean, it's got to be a win, right? I mean, Spurs, come on, bro. You can't be losing to the Spurs. Then it's the Lakers. Lakers, Pacers. Man, Lakers got to win. They both got to win that. Yeah, that would be a very interesting game right there. Pacers, Philly, Phoenix. What was that? Utah. New Orleans, Memphis. Mm. Then they have a home stand. Was it one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five? Five six game home stand. No, six. Oh. One, two, four, five, six. And then Pelicans. Then they're coming to Memphis. Boy, is Phoenix? Is Phoenix the second best team in the West now? With the acquisition mm. of KD. It's we haven't seen them play together, but they you can make a strong argument they could be number one. Would you be crazy enough to pick them over the 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 Nuggets? I mean, again, we haven't seen them play, so it's it's just too early. You can <clears throat> you can have your own preferences and say, oh yeah or no. I mean, everyone's different. But me personally, I wouldn't. It's it's just too early. I, I don't I don't know what to say. Like they could just come in. Once the rank comes back, they could be, you know, the best team in the league. You don't know, man. Like, CP3 can. I mean, see, now you have not only Devin Booker, but Kevin Durant now pulling the heavy weight of scoring. CP3 can do what he does best. Mid-range Move the ball. Assassins. Just give the ball to his open teammates after he just does some nice nifty dribbling. That's what CP3 is good for. Like, well, not good for, but that's what he's best at. Creating opportunities for his teammates to score by penetrating. And if they don't want to, you know, collapse on him, he could just pull it up. He has a nice floater. He can lay it up. He can. He's not afraid of going to the big bodies. He's done these for years. So I can totally see these, these Suns team being probably the best team in the league. If it goes right, it's still too early to say. They could just be, you know, kind of meh, but we don't know. It's still too early. Yeah, I don't see it happening, to be honest. Ooh. At all? Uh, I don't I don't see it happening. I just feel like they gave away two very key 
players in that trade with McCab Bridges and Cam Johnson. And uh, shout out to McCab Bridges dropping forty five. Yeah, he went crazy. He said, "He said Brooklyn needs a guy." He's that guy. He only hit. I think he only hit like four threes, and the rest of his field goals were from the mid range and off the dribble. Mm-hmm. So you think they're lacking depth? Yeah, they are. They're lacking depth. You think they're lacking. They're, they're like, lacking that, that heavily. He, he has a good point yeah, though. They're, they're lacking defense as well. They traded three players for just basically what two, one. They traded two players because Jay Crowder wasn't even playing, so you can't count Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you got back T.J. Warren. And Nobody. You, no, on, bro, no, T.J. Warren. It. Stop it's not it, like bro. you got back Stop uh, nobody. It, Come on, TJ Warren. Yes, it's not the bubble, bro. This is not the exactly. bubble. But he can give you. <laughs> Come on, he can bro. give you at least seventy percent of what Cam could have gave you. And then you got Terrence Ross from just the buyout market. So yeah, you lost debt, but it's not like an extreme <laughs> amount. Like you just like ah, oh, you you fucked type stuff. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Cause I mean. Mikel and and Cam, I'm not taking anything away from them because, bro, they're they're good, they're solid. But I think T.J. Warren and Terrence Ross to replace, not to replace what they, they're not going to replace what Mikel and what Cam got you, but just replace to kind of just off the bench. give you fifty percent of what they could give you, and then you add on mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, CP3, and Devin Booker operating the mid range. Come right. on, bro. Like, come on. But I still don't see it happening though. Like yeah, they, don't, they have a too small good, time frame. Too too good to be true. They have a small time frame. Yeah, I'd say that's a good this not this year shouldn't be like hell really to them. They just what is under thirty games. They ain't gonna build chemistry like that. Yeah. I don't see next them, like, year. They're not making it to the finals for sure. That's a hundred percent. They may not make not. it to the Western Conference mm-hmm. Finals either. I don't I'm like good. to see them compete in playoffs at least. Yeah, I don't see them going to the Western Conference Finals. Next year though, that's when expectations are really set. And the year after that, if they they're sticking together, that's their last chance. You already had a chemistry issue with DeAndre Aiden, and then you allow the not it's not a rumor. You allow inside information of CP3 was in a trade package <laughs> for Kyrie Irving. That's not gonna rub him the right way. I feel like that's that did something, in my opinion. And DeAndre Aiden already ain't the biggest fan of Phoenix because of how they how his contract situation was dealt with. That is outside basketball stuff, but when no, but you when you expect basketball though, like how long when, is his uh, contract? Who's DeAndre Aiden? It's a it's a it's a um like five year. So he's stuck player. there. He's, he's stuck there unless he requests a trade. But that's what I'm gonna say. Like, what did they just trade him away? They could. I mean, I mean, they wanted to, they wanted to train to Brooklyn, what, what and if, they let that leak out too. This offseason, they just traded for. I mean, I don't know Jonas Valanciunas or whoever, or Yoke or Nurkic or you know anyone. What I'm saying is like, think about the impact of your supposed to be franchise point guard getting that information leaked on a future Hall of Famer that he's. They wanted to trade him for Kyrie Irving, bro. I mean, like, imagine that. I don't think that would rub him the right way. That's why I'm saying they're going to be elite on paper, but it's too good to be true for me. Like I think they're going to – something's going to go wrong there. I mean, yeah, personally, he could could totally get offended if he's thinking with his ego, which, I mean – That offended me. I mean, I can totally totally (laughs) see it. Like, (laughs) Like, damn, y'all really let that – keep it behind closed doors, bro. (laughs) I ain't got a dog barking. (laughs) I was like, woo. (laughs) Oh, no, that's – 
little Yoda ringtone uh-huh. saying do or do not. There is no try. Uh-huh. Nah, I ain't gonna pick up, bro. I thought your dog was calling you. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Let me just skip the ringtone to start. Got me direct access and shit. Yeah. But, um, what we were talking about? This, uh, about Kyra, Chris Paul's oh, yeah. prize. So, yeah. I mean, I could, I got shocked when I heard that, you know, they, they wanted to give up CP3 for Kyrie. I was like, hell, whoa, whoa, what are y'all doing? <laughs> but totally, you know, I could totally see him, his ego getting, like, a little shocked because, I mean, damn, that's kind of fucked up. But also professionally, he has to understand he's at the end of his career or near his end of his career. Not necessarily DN, but probably, like, the second to the last chapter of his career. It's kind of sad to say, but it's just how it is with time and the human body. But, yeah. Okay, tears. Go on once. What? Done for that Phoenix Sun stuff? Yeah. Or anything else in mind at all? Man, they're gonna be championships twenty twenty five. I'm just playing. Uh, what about this statement? <laughs> Draymond Green says LeBron James is the only player on the court with a resume that stands up to his. Oh, court? Was he talking about the All Star? Yep, bro. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. I was going to say that. He said resume. Yeah, he said resume. He ain't lying. He ain't saying stats. He said resume, defensive player of the year, championships. Yeah, I mean, hey, all team NBA. Hey, he has a point other than LeBron. That's crazy. Who's the closest sound. person? As crazy as it sounds. He's Kyrie. Giannis. Oh. Uh oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jokic. Oh, fuck. Stop it. Resume? Yeah, your kitchen got the resume, yeah, but I feel like Giannis. Oh, it's just the championship. That's that's a little asterisk from keeping Jokic from being up there. I mean, he ain't got a defensive player of the year either. Or a finals MVP, which is all what Giannis has. Huh? Dr- oh. No, I'm saying, yeah. Jokic Giannis. doesn't. Oh, yeah, Jokic oh, yeah, doesn't have so. defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Of course, a ring and finals MVP. Right. Okay. But Giannis has all that. So I feel like. I mean, if you look at, like, an individual resume, like, what they did. Like, Draymond played a big role for the Warriors, but Giannis was the bus driver in the ring that they got. You know, he did it for them. He's him. Yeah, so I feel like Giannis is uh, definitely up there, but don't get me wrong. Draymond does have four rings. Uh, To defend Draymond, I think he didn't count Giannis because he wasn't literally on the floor. He was off the floor. So I think that's why he didn't. Include Giannis. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But with a resume, I mean, yeah. He, no one else he has a point. Like, he has a real good point. It's crazy True. as it sounds. Yeah. Even you're admitting it. And you're his biggest hater. <laughs> no, I ain't a hater, but I'm just saying, he like, man, he, he isn't how these Golden State fan fanboys are saying he is. Like, bro, chill out, bro. He he was a great player during that dynasty, but now he's not. He isn't what he, he was back then. Like, calm down, you little fuckers. <laughs> Well, but I mean, yeah, he has a point. KD was out. Steph Curry wasn't was out. Yeah, so I mean, he has a point. True. Now let's talk about my boy Dwight <laughs> Howard in China putting up Will Chamberlain numbers: eighty-four points, thirty-seven rebounds, nine assists, 
14 blocks. Oh, if Dwight Howard can put up these stats in China, what the fuck would LeBron James' stats look like in China? Bro? If he was playing for the Tang Yuan Leopard? <laughs> like, what would he be, bro? What would, his, what would he be putting up, 200, bro? Bro, Dwight Howard almost had a 14, a quadruple double. He needed one more assist to get a quadruple double, bro. Come on, right now, wait. Well, I don't think I've ever seen that man get more than three assists in the NBA. That man got nine. What 84 points. 37 rebounds, bro. Nah, this is like, this is not even 2K. It's like way better than 2K numbers. I don't even, I mean, last time I played 2K, I, I don't even put up stats like this. Yeah, come bro. on, bro. Do you, do you guys think he could come back to the NBA? Like, in terms of, like, wow. play-wise. Not, uh, he's, not, he's not playing in China. He's playing in Taiwan, fool. You said Chinese league. It's Taiwan. You said Chinese. It's Taiwanese. Hey, bro, don't, don't bring that up, bro. Nah, I got to correct you, bro. Is it? Yeah, it's Taiwanese. Are you sure, bro? He plays for Taiwan. He plays in Taiwan. It's either Taiwan or China. You sure? Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure. I think so. Does the White Howard play? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking. It says, uh, I see some Chinese letters on his jersey. His boy, name, his team is Tao Young Lepers. I don't know. Bro. Oh, <laughs> dang. Maybe I'm wrong. He might be. Uh, he might be in China. Look that, look that up. Look that up real quick, bro. Look I'm just gonna look up this city, Tongyon. Tongyon Lepards. This is where his team is. Hey man, I, I think I, I saw something with Taiwan though. Didn't with that time we talked about him that was in the Taiwanese league. Yeah, that's why I feel like yeah. it. Yeah, it was China. I feel like we would have remember it for sure. Yeah. It was China. I would have been China. And it, but every, you know how everyone says like, oh, they got sent to China even though they like just sent to China yeah. <laughs> to the sharks. So I feel like that's why we say China, but I don't know. I really don't know. It may be Taiwanese league though, somewhere in Taiwan. Uh, what are they called? The Shanghai Sharks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai Sharks, bro. Uh, no, that's crazy. Oh no, no, no! You are right. It's in Taiwan. Taiwan. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. in the Chinese league. Do you want to get it correct? I don't know. <laughs> Italian yeah, man. So, I mean, he, he didn't play against my boy Sam Bully. He would have shut his ass down first <laughs> quarter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, jokes aside, do you think Dwight Howard could actually come back? Because physically, I mean, he can still play. He isn't like trash, trash. He can probably come off the bench, provide a little rebounds, probably give you a little few blocks. Not, nothing too too flashy. You don't think he could probably make a comeback to the NBA? No, I think his time's done, bro. Done? I think it's done. He won't, I don't even think he would want to come back. He's probably getting paid. He's probably getting bank <laughs> over there, putting up great stats, revitalizing his career. Yeah. He chilling. Yeah, he won't make as much bank in, as in the NBA, but... That's what I'm saying. He definitely could be... He could be in an NBA team, on an NBA team. Now, as far as a starter or... Nah, on a role player. Player nowhere. Nah, nowhere. But as far as just a player come out to come on, bro. If Udonis Haslam got minutes. Bro, fun fact, bro. Dwight Howard has to have minutes. You know how many bro. times he's you know you know how many games he's played since two thousand sixteen? Who? Udonis Haslam. How many? Less than seventy. Less than seventy. Dang. Since twenty sixteen. And he's like still six, getting years. that money from my boy Pat Riley, Miami. He's he's a vocal leader. I mean, yeah, they leader. put him in a game but, against the Celtics, bro. Like, to guard Jason Tatum. And I was oh, like, bro, yeah. Come on, bro. If Udonis hasn't got on the floor, got some minutes, Dwight Howard can. He, 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 ain't, stand, he ain't stand a chance. Nah. Yeah, that, was, that was funny to watch. They got, they got his ass baseline yeah. <laughs> when he's trying to guard him. But the only reason he played is because they didn't have any players. Yeah. They, they literally had nobody <laughs> no, to nobody. play. They had no one. They ain't got Kyle Lowry because he's hurt. Trade him, bro. Get him out of there. 
Oh, get John Wall. Trade deadline's over, bro. <laughs> trade. It's over. Man, they got this offseason. Get get that get that boy out of there. They did pick up Kevin Love, the Miami Heat. For real? Yeah. They picked up <clears> Kevin Love. Yeah. Bio with the Cavs. Okay. Taylor's with the Heat. Um oh yeah, we talked about but last time we talked about Westbrook who he was gonna end up with, and he looks like he ended up with the Clippers. The Clippers, yeah. Do y'all see him continuing that bench role or do you see him starting? Which one would be the best fit for him there with the Clippers? Because I just picked up Bones. And Eric Gordon. Yeah, so I don't know if you And would. they don't have a true point guard. Yeah, well, I mean, Westbrook one. isn't a true point guard either, but he can play point guard. He's but a point. Yeah, Westbrook's a point. Not true, know. not true point guard. Yeah, he isn't like a CP3 or a... Would Kyrie be, Irving be a true point guard? Mm-hmm. No, he's like, he's like a combo guard. Yeah, really. But you know, guard. like a like a traditional point guard. He <clears throat> Westbrook isn't that. He looks out for himself first and foremost, which I mean, you can't knock. That's why he was the MVP a few years ago in the triple double machine. But yeah, I don't know. But I want to go fucking shoot that dog, bro. <laughs> bro. Yeah, I don't I know. Yeah, cause I mean I know like when Westbrook was with the Lakers, I was like he did he he should come off the bench and help them off the bench. But I don't feel the same way for the Clippers because the Clippers got a bench. Like Bones Highland, I don't see him starting. Like he's better. He's off been the bench. he's been starting though. Bones Highland been starting. For yeah, but I don't see back. him. But I, they didn't have Westbrook though. And they still have Terrence Mann too. They also got Norman Powell coming off the bench too. So, so are you gonna choose Bones Highland over Westbrook to start as point guard? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, are you, are you gonna choose? Are you going to just put Terrence Mann back on the bench? I mean, someone's going to get on the bench. I, I feel like Terrence Mann could start, though. I'm saying. And, he, and he's played good when he starts. He's yeah. played really good. That's 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 a complicated. Or do you put Russell Westbrook and Bones Highland off the bench? See, is that something they got to figure out? Yeah, I mean, Norman Powell as well, you know. And Mason Plumlee. They're deep. Mm-hmm. They, 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 picked up they got a Plumlee. bench already. Yeah, they, got, they, got, they, got, they got something. Nicholas Batum. Oh, he's damn. <laughs> so, like, Nick Batum. They might make some noise. They might make a little quiet push. Nick Batum got clamps. I mm-hmm. thought he was just like a slow old man. Nah, he got clamps. Nah, he still plays. He still hooping. Yeah. They got Vika Zubak, Batum, yeah. Eric Gordon, Paul George, Kawhi. <clears throat> Jesus, man. Hopefully they both questions. get you know healthy so they can play together. Yeah, I don't. I don't know though. What I, seed I are like, they? I mean, I I feel like they've been making a push. So they're probably like what? They're like the fifth, fifth or sixth. Yeah. yeah. Probably fifth or But yeah, I don't know. I feel like he has to start, right? He just has Russell to. Westbrook? Yeah. I don't know if I he's ready so. to accept. Like. Well, he accepted it from the Lakers. He accepted it from Darvin Ham. I feel mm-hmm. like Tyron Lue, if he needs him off the bench, he'll, he'll accept it for Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue got respect around the league. Yeah, true. That's what I was thinking too. I feel like he was accepted, but at the same time, he started with the Lakers and then got sent to the bench or requested to be off the bench. So it's now like you're telling Westbrook, hey, Westbrook, come over here. You know, you're going to come off the bench. I don't know if he'll be able to do that, but I don't know. I really don't know, bro. I don't know if he's going to be a starter or a bench, like coming off the bench. They're the fourth seed right now. Oh, fourth. So, hey, they might make a little push now. So, I mean, right now they're sitting nice. If they can keep this position, they're going to face against Phoenix first round. Now this is going to be interesting. That'd be crazy. That's a tough matchup. And I would like to see that with Kawhi and Paul George finally, hopefully, being healthy, playing together with the whole team they just acquired against Phoenix, who just now also acquired a whole new team. That would be an one probably the most interesting first round match mm-hmm. if the playoffs Bro, started today. 
Okay, I want to just salivate at some playoff basketball. What would be the matchups right now if the playoffs started right now, bro? Please. Nuggets going against Minnesota. That's but that's, what other teams are in the playing position though. They don't matter. Golden State and OKC. Mm, Don't sleep on OKC now. Don't sleep on OKC. Would you rather see OKC and against the Nuggets or the the Timberwolves against the Nuggets? I'd rather see OKC. Not gonna lie. Stop it. I'd rather see Minnesota. You don't want to see all that young talent in the playoff atmosphere. Y'all don't want to see that. I mean, that would be nice. (laughs) OKC getting swept, bro. Yes, I was gonna say that. (laughs) They take the game, bro. Okay, see, we'll take a game. They're inexperienced. <laughs> they can probably come close for one game, but they're gonna get blown out every night. They get blown out. You can't Look. tell me OKC cannot take one game. Dude, one, the playoffs. One. The playoffs are not the same as a regular season. Time. These people are playing at seventy percent during the regular season. They're not going one hundred percent. Jokic is actually gonna put real defense. Jamal Murray is gonna lock down. What shy? He's gonna be going at him. Can't nobody like that. Hey, if ain't K- nobody like he, he ain't never been in the playoffs. If KD and Kyrie got swept, bro, <laughs> Celtics, you tell me the news. He's, he's saying he can't get locked down. Oh, he ain't never played in a playoff atmosphere. So the other point guard might lock his ass. <clears throat> we might see some crazy shift. OKC goes in the first round. No, I think if they're not That'll for real, nice, but they're gonna swept. They're gonna get swept, bro. Yeah, what they're gonna do is. <laughs> they're, they're literally gonna clamp like Shay Jizzes because he doesn't shoot threes in the verse. They're literally gonna clog the paint, like shut down Shay and just like force everybody else to, you know, play, make, or score. And the Thunder are not gonna be able to do that. Yes, bro. Atmosphere. There's gonna be so much pressure from the actual teams and the fans in the first two games. They're gonna set the tempo, and then you're gonna come down. You're gonna go back to OKC two and zero, and the Nuggets are just gonna steamroll you. Minnesota's gonna get swept too. Nah, they might get I, one game. Yeah, it'll be like the same thing with that's like different. OKC. It's gonna be the same thing, but Minnesota barely pulls it out. OKC will come close for one game, but they're gonna get swept. Minnesota can well OKC is gonna get swept. Minnesota might get swept, but they have a more chance of getting at least one or two games. Yeah, I feel like when Minnesota's definitely gonna win one game. They may get two, push it to six because they have experience. We still, no. need, still need to see Cat come back. Cat hasn't been. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. To be honest, then they got Mike Conley too. So yeah, Mm. Anthony Edwards has experience now with the going against the Grizzlies. Mm. And then there's Gobert Gobert too. Yeah, with the Jazz. Mm. Like on paper, Minnesota has more chance than OKC. OKC is a good team. Don't get me wrong, but we're talking about the playoffs. This is completely different between from what's going on right now. Yeah, so Nuggets and the Golden State. Which I mean, we all know how that will be if healthy. Wait, they're in the play-in though. Yeah, nine. Oh, yeah, in between yeah, yeah. OKC and Minnesota. So Golden State can also, you know, be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dang, who – okay. Imagine that as a first-round <laughs> Now that would be – The Nuggets and the Warriors, bro. I ain't going to lie. Then that's the best matchup for uh, – Nuggets getting swept. I'm just fine. Like, everything just comes to, together. Imagine, like, everybody – Steph Curry's healthy. Everybody's healthy. Man, that's a crazy nah, first that'd be series. that'd be so – that'd be crazy right there. That'd be so interesting, though, because, I mean, the Warriors – I would not want to face the Warriors in the first round. If the Nuggets were not to make it out of that playoff series, it would be held against Jokic so bad, bro. Mm-hmm. If he gets taken out the first round, that would be bad. That's wow. all he's going to be known for. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, oh, potential three-time MVP, but Never against the second round. Yeah, that would be so embarrassing, to be honest. The Pellies versus Memphis. Pelicans and Grizzlies. Man, hey, that's, that's, we winning that. I think we you got think we so? got the we got the season series, too. Oh yeah, we yeah we got that we got that. The no, Memphis we, Memphis is a team that's 
built perfectly to defend what Zion brings. You guys it, saying everybody healthy. I'm taking everybody healthy. We beating we beating the Pelicans, bro. Yeah, I got no crazy too. Yeah. Then we also have Sacramento going against Dallas. If oh it started today, goodness. that's gonna be an offensive. Just yeah. Firepower just going. I ain't gonna lie. Head New to look head, mass. Man. I think Dallas might pull that out. Just because Sacramento is a little experience. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna take Sacramento. I mean, he could easily I mean, go with them. I love Sacramento that much. Bro. Hey, that would be kind of nice to see them go to the second hey, round, that'd be, bro. That'd be, that'd be live. They're gonna like the B. Yeah. That would be dope. But yeah, I kind of feel like Kyrie just gonna say, nah, fam. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all got a nice Cinderella story coming to the playoffs, but. I got my own Cinderella store over here in down Great Luka, State of Texas. Luca would be the problem. Yeah, Luca Magic. Uh, Luca would be the problem to worry about, not Kyrie. I mean, hey. If Kyrie should be another you problem. Gotta about, if you got to worry about Kyrie, just imagine we got to worry about Luca. And then we have probably the best matchup, first round matchup in the West the Clippers and the Suns. On paper, that's going to be probably the series to watch coin toss i don't know i'm betting my I, whole I, whole fucking year salary on this game <laughs> somebody got a gun to your head bro who you taking i'm picking clips. on papers you play you're playing the clippers yeah i feel you're like I know, bro. i'm not i'm not on the phoenix Suns hype not gonna lie yeah i'm gonna take the clippers too now i'm gonna go with devil's advocate and just well not devil's advocate but i'm just gonna go with phoenix just because i kind of feel like they might be that little the little team that just you must have takes forgot, off you must have forgot about the claw he, I don't give a fuck time. about the claw. Mm-hmm. You must have forgot about too. the claw when it's playoff time. I mean, you must have forgot about KD in playoffs. You must have forgot about Kawhi. Yeah, I forgot about playoff P too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's so funny? That's not funny. No, no what's so no, funny? No, because I think of playoff P, I'm thinking about the OKC okay, okay, one. Yeah. Nah, but these past years with the Clippers, he's been showing up in the playoffs. Yeah. He ain't been playing. He, nah. took, out, he took out Utah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I, I pick Clippers. Over why. Yeah, I take Clippers. It's just too. so early, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping on the Phoenix Suns. It would just be so Hype fun to watch. Yeah, that'd be that. That'd just be the most interesting playoff matchup, though. Now Boston could face either Washington Ugh. or the Raptors. Raptors. Which yeah. of those teams has the best chance? Wait, Boston could take. Oh, it's yeah, probably, they're ninth and tenth though. Yeah, they're going to the one seed goes against the eight seed. Well, so the tenth seed is gonna go against the seventh seed. It'll be seven. I think seven and ten and eight and nine. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, you're looking at nine. You were looking at Washington at nine. Okay, so it's gonna either be Toronto or Miami. Is it, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just gonna be the Let's Hawks. Go one through eight. How about yeah, that? just go one through eight. Don't. Yeah, just go with the yeah. Hawks versus Boston. The Hawks. Didn't you say they could be a threat? Celtics in five, bro. Celtics and five. They did pick up Sadiq Bay. Man, Celtics and four. Oh, yeah, true. They took that pick up Sadiq Bay. You Celtics, don't think, Celtics you don't, and five. You don't think they could, they could sweep them? I, nah, I think they definitely could sweep them, but I feel, I feel like, like Trey Young's going to get them a win. Yeah, I feel like Atlanta's talented enough to get you a game. Yeah, hey, at least one they're, game. They're good enough to get you a game. You just see a sweep straight up? Nah, I don't see it. See, I don't see it straight up, but I could totally see it. I think from looking the um standings right now, that's – the most likely uh, first round sweep for the East, <clears throat> Boston and Atlanta. Yeah. Everyone else, I mean, it, again, I don't think they're gonna get sweep swept, but they can get swept. They're the most likely. Then there's Miami and Milwaukee. My yeah, Miami and Milwaukee. Mm. 
That'll be that'll be a tough matchup for the Bucks. First round. It might be an upset. Nah. <laughs> so they got upset one time and that's it, Jack. That's it. They ain't one time? happen one time. Yeah, you got you got upset one time? By the heat? Yeah. What if it happens again? Not happening again. They swept their asses up the next the year after that. Bro. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, bro. They ain't you don't know. It's not gonna happen, bro. Nah. What if it happens this year? What you it's gonna do? It's not the same Bucks team. What are you bro? gonna do? Yeah, Bucks and what? I got Bucks and four. Chill out, bro. Four. I got Bucks and four. I say Bucks and six. They, they sweeping. They sweeping Jimmy Jim, buckets. Jimmy Buck. Alright, I'll give you five games, bro. <laughs> five games, man. A tight close. Close five. Five games. Game, stop it, for Miami's gonna take it to game six minimum, bro. Jimmy Buckets ain't no bitch, bro. Don't, don't you disrespect my I know, boy. but shit, shit. The Bucks ain't no bitch. No, that, I, ain't, I ain't saying they ain't no bitch, but, man, playoff Jimmy Buckets something different, bro. He's up there with with all them other superstars in the playoffs. I give him one game. I say five. I say six, but. What about you, bro? How many you I think Bucks with? probably will win that. Yeah, Bucks winning for sure, but. uh, Will you give him a game or, or two games? Or three games? I give him two. I say four and two. I say four and two. Um. Yeah, four and two. Two games that the Miami Heat win probably be close as hell. May go to overtime, but four and two, mm. I see that realistic. Philly and New York. Philly and New York. I mean, I kind of well, feel we know like who's Philly, gonna win. Philly's gonna dominate that, but I kind of nah, feel like I think I think New York could get a could get two. Two. They could get two. I think New York could get two. Or one. Two or one. <laughs> <laughs> I have to rethink that one. I think the New York Knicks can get one. For sure. I think one they can get at, at home. At least they'll get one at home. They could get one at home. Two, maybe. I ain't gonna lie. They might get two both games at home uh, and just get their ass kicked over there. I don't know. They might. Because. <clears throat> I feel like they just know. won't have an answer for Embiid, bro. Like, they're just not gonna have an answer. You know? he's, he's gonna, like, dominate. And once he dominates, he's gonna, that's gonna open up shots for the shooters that they have. And. The Knicks are just aren't gonna know what to do at that point. And vote through Mitchell Robinson, Jericho Sims, and <laughs> Isaiah Hardenstein at him at different times when they played each other, and he just dominated. Yeah, gonna, <laughs> dominated they, they might even try to picks. throw Julius Randle. He's gonna get dominated as well. So yeah, get <clears> one <throat> or two games. I, I'm leaning more towards one game though. One, me <clears> too. <throat> yes, seventy sixes and five. Yeah. What about Cleveland and Brooklyn? God. Oh, I feel like this is going to be a close one. I don't know why. I feel like it's going to six or seven. <laughs> For real, bro. I ain't going to lie. Brooklyn going to get the ass kicked, bro. For real? I think so. They might get like two games, but those wins for Cleveland, I think they're going to kick their ass. Like It's going to be like, damn. No, <clears throat> It's not against Brooklyn. It's just like, I mean, they got dropped there. Now you have to KD left, so now they're like, hey, yo, he left us in this standing position. Yeah. What, what have we just been abandoned? <clears throat> All they got is Cam, <clears throat> Ben Simmons. Like, they don't got much that can really stand up against Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland. What are you going to do? They're kind of, they're on the size, too. They so they ain't got much. They're on the they size, just, though. They're just lacking. They got, so, they, they so, got depth, but. Cleveland got size. Big time size. But is that depth enough? Is it enough to overcome what it, Cleveland has? I'd give the Nets one. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, think, Nets a game. I think the Nets are going to win at least one. Six or seven. But they're going to get their ass kicked, bro, when they lose, bro. It's going to six or seven, bro. I said six or seven. Cat, nah, cat trash, bro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I don't know how I feel about this cast team, <clears> but yeah, uh, no, nah, Brooklyn Nets, they're going to get exposed. I feel like, yeah, they're just too undersized. Nick Classen is going to get exposed. They're going to target him, put him in foul trouble. He's not going to be able to knock down his free throws like that either. So, yeah, it's just going to be very unfortunate. So, Your two bigs are Ben Simmons and Nick Claxton. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, bro. That's too much. <laughs> yeah. That's too much. That's what I'm saying. I think <clears throat> one game they can win. They'll probably, they'll probably pull it out their ass, and that's it. I can one. <clears throat> but they got enough talent on When they team. lose, they're going to get their ass kicked. And it's going to be like, damn, again, nothing against them. Just – they literally got abandoned yeah. at the if, fifth seed. If Brooklyn had another big body that wasn't Nick's, like to back up Nick's Claxton, I'll give them two games. But because since they don't, they just, that's just would be such an unfavorable matchup for Brooklyn to start off. Yeah. To play a big team like Cleveland. It would be. Yeah. I'm ready for the playoffs, man. <coughs> one and a half more months. I think one and a half months, ain't it, right now? It well, starts what? In April? April. Oh, one and a half months, yeah. Six more weeks and we'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, it's just, what, 20 games, 25 what are we gonna games? Do when, what are we going to do when the season ends? <laughs> oh, there's plenty of stuff we can talk about. There's um, free agency. Watch baseball. The summer league. <laughs> the draft. We can talk about the WNBA. Like we were saying. <laughs> we can talk about Euro League. We can talk about other stuff. We can talk about fucking... Soccer? There's, there's, there's stuff that we can talk about that isn't, you know, what's happening, like, we can, get we can talk about talk conversations among the greats, <clears throat> Hall of Famers. Like we don't, like we we don't we don't need a season going on to talk about <clears throat> the rankings of. Like I got a topic that we can talk about too, Ryan. It has nothing to do with season. You want you want to jump into it? Just save it for the off season. <laughs> We're gonna need all the topics that we can get. I mean, but I, I was bro. thinking like uh, towards as the season starts, we do do like we meet once a week, so. I don't know, like four weeks before the season starts, we can evaluate each team and and just see what each team needs. And each week we'll do like f- four teams or f- yeah, four teams. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like that. <clears throat> ain't really much. Uh, I ain't worried about the off season. Like, you know, I could come up with plenty of shit. Doesn't do with basketball. Hmm? Once without basketball. What was it like three months? Yeah, I think Dang, so. June, July, August, September. What was that 12, October, 12 podcast episodes? Yeah, towards the end of October. <coughs> like middle, end Three episodes. October. I mean, 12 episodes, I mean. Yeah, but the closer we get, we have more stuff to talk about, I feel like. And then we got the draft coming up. Yeah, the stuff, coming stuff's going to happen, too. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, we're we're straight, bro. Like, we can get into like, Rocket League or something, esports. <laughs> I just like we were saying. Just, just, just what you got to ask. <laughs> Who do you have to ask? Right, what do you think about this quote from Charles Barkley from the recent trade request in NBA? Quote, you can't take my money and say you want to divorce me in six months to a year. There's no doubt in my mind these guys are going to get locked out. You can't treat these owners and fans like crap. End quote. What do you guys think about that? Do you guys think that was kind of, you know, pointing towards Kyrie or just more vague and more in general? Just more in general. I feel like more players have been just been requesting trades openly. Like, Mm, right. If you don't like it, I. I'm on the side of the players. I'm pro player on that because mm-hmm. just recently I listened to I listened to like the whole um, JJ Redick podcast when he had CJ McCollum and Jose Alvarado on, and they were like discussing um, the way that they get traded and and how uh, um, what's his name from how uh, Devontae Graham found out that he got traded to the Spurs that he literally found out during the practice from one of his teammates. 
Mm. So Charles Barkley's like, you can't keep disrespecting these teams. These teams disrespect players all the time. Like think about a team. <clears throat> Hold players, on though. Um, I'm gonna defend the team on that um, that event right there. How do you want it to play out? Like talk to him like a fucking person and tell him, all right, look, we're looking, we're looking to trade you. Just trading. But them here's the thing, though. Let them find out. So you, so you guy. want to tell them like, even if what if trade doesn't go on now, this player is gonna be like, damn, these people were really trying to trade me. Versus, hey, let's they, keep it down. Let's keep it within the front offices. They see what deal is going on, and before like they're getting like confirmation. Then you tell them, hey, we're gonna go separate ways. But it goes either either way when when speculative trades happen, just like Chris Paul's, it still goes public. It's never kept private. Right. Nothing's kept private anymore. I mean that's that's because of leaks though. You can't you can't it's not like they're I don't know, it's not like they're they let the whole trade happen and they just abruptly tell them like out of nowhere. I mean, sometimes, I mean, it does kind of happen like that. Like, in the middle of the night, they probably can get traded and you wake up, you get a voicemail saying, hey. I've just heard too many stories of the players finding out from a teammate that they're traded. And, hey, you got 72 hours to get out of the city, move your family to a new city, find somewhere to live. You got a wife and kids. You got to put them in a new school. <clears throat> or they got to keep right. them here and let them figure it out. Like, teams disrespect like sure, players all the time. For sure. I, on that aspect, on um, private life, it's getting more off the game of basketball, but I believe the NBA should have some type of like system for whenever that happens, the team, not the, the actual players, family is kind of taken care of in the moving process. Because, I mean, it is kind of messed up. Like mid-season, you might get traded out of nowhere. Now you might have to go buy a house if you want to live there. If you might, If you think you might be there long term or get an apartment or a townhouse or whatever and rent it out you gotta go look for that like you said enroll your child then your spouse might have to you know change workplaces or wherever so yeah i could totally see how that aspect is kind of like damn like it's so abrupt now i have to pick up my stuff and go but on the flip side these people make good money so it's not like totally fucked up not all of them though but i mean then again if you're making like what's average average like salary like let's say you're making a minimum of the sal- the <clears throat> minimum in the NBA like 1.8 million. So you, I mean, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> so you, okay, I mean, it looks like a lot, but you got a family, you got to move, you got to do all these types of stuff. So you can't come on, come on, 1.8 million? million, bro. Yeah. A quarter, the quarter million is good enough for you to probably do what they need to do. You know, just oh, find a temporary yeah, home. Millionaires, no millionaires, not gonna lie. Like, I'm not gonna cry. Oh, boo hoo! This millionaire got to find a townhouse. Man, get that shit out of here, fool. These people, I can understand the whole, like, stress, like, damn, I got to get my... I'm more worried about the children of the players. Like, they have to, like, get that... They got to move, new school, new friends. That's, you know, that takes more of a toll than I got to spend 300 grand on a new home. Like, come on, bro. These people are... They're probably going to be happy. Oh, I get a new, another new home. Mm-hmm. These, these players are getting homes everywhere. Now, I ain't worried about that. So... I'm kind of more, I'm neutral on this. I would say that. I'm neutral. I'm not for, I'm not with the teams, and I'm not with the players. Because they both with the shit at the end of the day. We yeah. can see Kyrie <laughs> kind of with the shit. We can see Brooklyn with the shit. It is what it is. You can't really change it. Yeah, I, I think I'm neutral too because, I mean, I want to be a pro player, especially with um yeah, the story that we all know about and just how they get traded. But at the end of the day, they are millionaires, and 
business is business. They know yeah. that they had the chance of being traded, right? Unless you're a superstar or whatever. Not even superstar. It's Kyrie's a superstar. He, did, he still doesn't have the flexibility, but it just depends, bro. So I think uh, instead of NBA players looking at it as, oh, well, I should be pampered and privileged, uh, they should know that it's a business because they have been shown that it's a business. So, I mean, they shouldn't be expected to be um, with the same team that they start off with. Because, right. like I said, it's a business. But at the same time, I still want to be pro player because of how they get traded. I mean, just I heard, um, I saw Pat Bev talking about how he was traded. He worked from a nap, and his agent was like, yo, no, go call your mom or whatever, you know. And then from there, Pat Bev said he already knew what was going to happen, you know, he was getting traded. Same with Michael Bridges. Michael Bridges said that um, he was chilling, and then Damian Lee had called him, and he was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry, bro. Like, you know, I'm sorry what happened. And he was like, what's going on? And they are like, that's when he found out that he was traded. Right. So it's kind of and then um no who i think it was like josh hart or something yeah. he got traded during the game like right mm-hmm. before the game that so, happened to, remember that happened to harrison barnes too yeah he like for the Mavs. so he didn't play like the game so it's crazy how they get traded like out of nowhere like, I, I wish they would have like have some sort of communication like especially like from the you know the team owner or whatever saying hey right not working out you're going to get traded like a few hours before it actually happens or something like that so it is weird and it's just a situation that they get told at the last minute but at the same time Especially on game day, like yeah. I believe they should be allowed to finish out that. Like if you, they get traded that day, and they have a game that day, hey, let them finish out this day. Yeah. What if they get injured though? I mean, well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Then what if the next day the other team has a game and he gets injured? It's the same thing. Like yeah. who you can't you can't just that probability that whole what if thing that you shouldn't be making regulations and system like implement systems based off that it's gonna mm-hmm. just ruin the game yeah so i mean like i said it's like i don't know i'm 50 50 as well because they they they're millionaires at the end of the day so you said minimum 1.8 bro yeah they're millionaires so even if Stop they get it. traded last minute they can go to anywhere they want i mean it is i'm not saying like it's just gonna be easy breezy but at the same time they I mean, can make it work they can make it work if you're a 1.8 million in a city like chicago new york or philly or los angeles okay if you're that's not gonna take you very far bro or miami that's a 1.8 is gonna take you for one year bro one year bro I mean, we're not saying just one year. We're talking. I about mean, you don't know what's gonna happen. He might, he might request a trade. Hey, let me go move to Minnesota. But money, money aside, bro. Money aside, whatever about the money. Like, I just, I'm so anti-team because of the way they've done these players. So I feel like done them the dirty. players. Mm-hmm. You're playing for one team. You have 29 other teams. If the player feels like they're valuable enough, they should demand a trade wherever the fuck they want. Because they could have their services somewhere in 29 other teams. You go to a mm-hmm. team and you don't like how the the owner, for example, talks to the players or whatever you don't like about the team, you're valuable enough to ask for a trade because they could trade you at any minute. Why can't you ask for a trade at any minute? So fuck the teams. I'm pro player. They do whatever they want. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's a toss-up. I feel like nowadays every NBA player should know that they can, you know, go over the fuck they want. If you want to leave, yeah. leave. But, but at the same time, you can also be forced to leave. By right. the business as well. So and at this like, point, if you don't know that, then and I feel like every team owner and team uh, GM should know that the same way. This team, this player can force their way out if they want right. to. Too. They it should go both ways. Agency. They can they go could go both ways. They could either request a trade or go well, or leave in free agency. The same pressure that's put on the players like should be put on the team and the GM too. Like if the player don't like it here, shit, I can. That's deal. why I'm neutral. Like it goes yeah. both ways, man. Yeah. I don't see. I don't see. I don't have a problem with KD. Like he, he had like there's people I mean, like KD, uh, yeah, KD and I mean, Kyrie. I wouldn't say Kyrie, but yeah, KD, Kyrie, um, James Harden. I really don't have a problem with any of the, you know those 
Because you also got to think about it. And it is in defense of players. They ain't going to be playing in the league forever. So, of course, you want to go to another team that can probably build up your stock and request a trade from there. Like, you, at the end of the day, if you want to think individually, they want to get that money so they can be secured and provide for themselves and their family. So why would you be in a team that really is going to build up your stock? You're not really going. To comp- you're not really competing. You're just there playing ball. Why would you waste your career, especially players like KD? KD doesn't have much years because he's getting too. He's getting injured too frequently. So KD, he know he knows he probably knows this, and this is why he requested a trade to Phoenix because he wants to get more rings. And he also wanted to help CP3 get a ring, which would be nice. Mm-hmm. So I could kind of see why players re- request trades because they need to get their money up, get their stock up, and they want to actually play the ball at a high level because these are professionals. They're not hobbyists. They're trying to play in the finals. And they all saw Brooklyn wasn't it. So they requested a trade to teams that they thought was it for them. We'll see if it plays out, but that's how it goes. They're worried about they're worried about themselves, not just the team. As it should be, and it's sad that we're talking about the big name players. What about the other players, like a Josh Richardson or something like that, who don't have mm. the the not I don't want to say privilege that Kevin Durant and Kyrie have, but the the star level power that they have like the voice yeah those players they probably just have to sit there and suck it up and just get traded and trade like pat bev he just gets tossed around that's <laughs> not right bro like i know we uh, i know we joke about it and like he just like for getting traded but at the end of the day i feel bad for him like dang bro like he just getting yeah and russell Westbrook they're just getting tossed around like they're like just like nothing bro like but y'all just gotta think about it and, and i'm glad in, when in the, the big and, picture i mean they can't really complain it's players that True. They're in the G League. They're, they're fighting for a position like that. There's some players not even the G League trying to get into the G yeah, League. Like, hey, come bro. on. If you, if you were wanting to toss me around the NBA, <laughs> bro, toss me the fuck around. Because I don't care 1.8 million, bro. I'll be, I'll I'll be, be the man. I'll ultimate. Be. Uh, what, they, what do they call them? The ones that just get traded and traded all over the place? A journeyman. <laughs> I'll be the ultimate journeyman. I'll be a I'll nomad. Be I don't care. You know what a nomad is? A nomad? <laughs> nomad, just someone who travels without buying a home, just constantly going. That's going to be me. For real, man, yeah. I'll just live in the fucking locker room. I'm a stashing, nomad. Stashing them checks. Bruh, man, that's what I'm care. saying, bro. What city you put me in? Uh, Detroit, man. Put me in Detroit. Put <laughs> me in anywhere, You can put me as a center going against Embiid. I'll get dunked every <laughs> night. Bruh. I don't care. <laughs> Give me that money. Like I'll be I'll be the guy getting highlighted on. That's Come cool, on, man. And there might be some players that take this type of approach. They're like, man, I don't give a fuck. Because even J.J. Reddick said it. They're like, there's like a 90%. No, he didn't say 90. He said there's a percentage of players that take that want to hoop. And they're gonna play every single game possible. And then there's some players that just see it like a nine to five, yeah. and they just happen to be really good at basketball. Yeah, and that's their nine to five. And they're just like, all right, if you can give me a day off or <clears> something <throat> like that, then whatever, I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. We gotta remember that at the end of the day, these players are people. Yeah, yeah, they're people. They're humans. So not every NBA player wants to be in the NBA. Some of them are just thinking, oh well, this is the way to make money. You know, mm-hmm. this is so fun. I'm just hooping. Good at basketball. Exactly. I wake up. I don't want to train. I don't want to go practice. I'm just calling <laughs> it basketball, you know? Yeah. And we, we know. We've seen the people who have been like that, you know, yeah. who and they don't last long. But at the end of the day, they're still successful in, whatever, in their life. Not maybe in the NBA, but they're still successful in life. And, right. I mean, 
you know, props to them. Everyone's different. Pro player. We all humans. Fuck the organization. Fuck yeah. the man. Let's all just love each other, y'all. What the hell? Fuck, <laughs> your ass out of here, fuck the organization. Fuck the man. <laughs> fuck the corporations, man. We gotta make our own league. Kyrie's power style. to the people. Looking at yeah, power to the players, bro. But yeah, I don't know. It goes both ways. 